Welcome to Your Expansive Self Podcast with myself, Tasha Credle. I'm a deep inner healing and self-expansion coach, breathwork and meditation teacher, and a passionate student of life itself. My goal is to share with you all that I can to ultimately help you become and embody your highest self in every aspect of your life. We dive deep into expansive conversations about self-healing, conscious business, relationships, and even ancient practices, fully combining the science with the spiritual. No BS, no filter, sharing from my heart to yours with integrity, love, and wisdom. I am so honored and excited to have you here with me, so let's get started. Hello, my beauties, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to just be here right now. I'm, uh, where are we at right now in life? I have no idea. I'm losing track. Time is an illusion. Anyways, right? Um, But genuinely, I'm doing really, really good. I'm saying question mark now because I'm thinking about it. But um, I mean, I feel like honestly, like I haven't shared an update with you guys in a long time, which today is not the episode for that because... It is such a long recording, which I love. It's over an hour and a half. So um, it's just a powerful conversation with Jeremy, who has been on the podcast before. Um, And I just figured I just, you know, I'm just not going to share parts of me right now because it's not even about that. But let's just say the last two weeks, there's a lot of realizations, a lot of things coming up to the surface, and I'm grateful for that always. And I will share more of that later on. but not going to go into detail. So today we are talking about really intense shit, to be honest. Really, um, this is not your usual conversation. This is not the stuff you're going to hear as like, you know, people are talking about this on the streets. Um, I do hope one day that's the case. That would be freaking awesome. Absolutely. But, you know, this is a concept that actually not a lot of people can grasp their minds around and it can feel triggering because it's almost like, what the hell are you talking about? But at the same time, if you listen to this with an open mind, an open heart, and you just allow yourself to just take in the information and see how it feels with you, then maybe it will resonate a lot more than you think. Because we are talking about the levels of consciousness, of emotional consciousness. We are talking about consciousness as a whole, the collective consciousness and what's really going on in the world. I mean, for since 2020, basically, actually, I think personally it started in 2019, but there's been a ripple effect of things happening for years on end. And now I really believe that 2020 is a year of truth. Um, I've been saying that since November, 2019, and it's just really clear to me. So Jeremy and I wanted to dive deeper into the levels of consciousness, different dimensions, and explaining that to you guys also, because I think a lot of people are like not fully understanding what 3D, 4D, 5D means. Um, Just also talking about the humans in general and how they tend to live um, according to what they've been taught uh, and the emotions that are behind that, the levels of survival, how that can show up, what you can do for yourself to move forward and to expand your own consciousness. Um, There's a lot. 
there's a lot of different things that we cover. But honestly, throughout the entire conversation, we were both so in tune with the messages that were coming through. We had the intention of starting the podcast with, you know, we are here to share whatever needs to be shared in order to help others recognize um, where they're at, where they can go, and to create more impact. Really start embodying this change for themselves and how they can do that. And honestly, all the change in the world begins with us. So we are here to explain you a different side of things that not a lot of people discuss. And one of Jeremy's biggest topic really has been spiritual warfare, the warfare on consciousness. And what does that even mean? And how we can be a part of that and observe that and recognize it and stand our ground with all the energy that we are feeling. Because let's be honest, we are all feeling a lot of energy and it's beautiful. But we, you know, taking the time to understand deeper parts of it would really benefit a lot of people. So I hope you guys enjoy the interview. I know you guys will enjoy the interview. I'm correcting myself because this is next level shit. And uh, I would highly suggest to get a notebook. So if you're in the car listening, cool. Maybe listening to it again, taking notes on it because I know definitely like there, this is a note taking episode. Absolutely. And, you know, share with a friend. Let's talk more about really allowing ourselves to think at a deeper level behind the system that we live in and why and how and what we can do about it. It's it's really to crack your heads open today. So definitely share it with your friend, share it on your social media. You know, if you've been curious about this stuff for a long time, this is your calling to look into it. And on that note, my loves, I hope you enjoy the episode with Jeremy. Hello, Jeremy. Hello, hello. We're back. Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) How are you? I'm doing good. Trying to keep keep my state where it should be and give that to others collectively. I think there's never been a time where that has been more valuable and also more tested. So that's where we're at. And I have a hunch that's where today's conversation is going to be. <laughs> yeah, it was basically, I mean, to give my listeners kind of like an overview, um, you know, during this, I mean, you and I both feel it. I think a lot of people feel it and hopefully they do that we are in like such a massive transition of things falling apart and being rebuilt on a higher frequency, basically. Mm-hmm. Long story short, and, um, you know, there's a lot of movement that we're all feeling um, collectively, and we were just saying even before we started recording that, like, oh my God, if you don't have practices to stay grounded or centered yet, like, you're a little bit fucked. Like, it's, it's hard to not get dragged back into the cloud of God knows what. So um, really wanted to have you on so that you could share your perspective what you've put together, you've been sharing a lot of information that is so valuable. I mean, as usual, but on your stories that have been more in depth, I find, and even like my students have been looking at your stories and they're just super enlightened. And like you give these, these stories and like to the people, this ability to really 
understand their own truths without bombarding them with noise. And I think that brings a lot of clarity for a lot of people energetically. So yeah. Does that make sense? (laughs) That's a really big compliment because as you know, people can only meet you where they're at. And unfortunately, I mean, this comes with the territory, but those who want to be offended or find, find hate in what I'm intending to do are doing that and so it's nice to hear the other side Mm -hmm. no I know I I feel you I think like you know it happened to me too where I shared on my podcast already but like when this I I feel like it's like a second wave of awakening that's happening like the first was COVID and this is the second wave and we're not I'm, I'm giving a heads up we're not talking about the black community and the black movement just yet, because I don't think this is the podcast for it. Would love to have somebody else on to talk about it more in depth. But today we're just talking about another type of great awakening that we're experiencing. So, um, but during this whole time, like I feel like there's so much coming to the surface, you know, and having, I think if we say certain things at certain times, like you just said, like if we don't, if people aren't at a certain space energetically, like they don't even understand what the language is that we are trying to put out there. Like they literally read it and hear it and understand it in a whole other concept. And that has nothing to do with us. And that can be a little hard sometimes for, especially for people like us who are trying very, very hard and deeply to bring more change in the world. So, yeah. So what's your take on all of what is happening? What have you been sharing? What's your philosophy? Where are you at with all of this? You have the platform. It is all up to you. All right. Diving in. About opening can of worms. So I think we can start off by saying that what we're talking about today or what I'm about to get into is not specific to any particular external situation that has arose in 2020. What we're talking about is nothing new. This is what we train for. This is why we live the life we live. This is why we do the uncomfortable shit. There is and has been for a long, long time, a war going on for over our consciousness. Um, Spiritual warfare, for lack of a better term. And to put it simply, there's kind of these, these two worlds of thought coexisting anywhere you look. There's those who can only believe, buy into, and fathom what they can see or perceive with their five senses. And there's those who believe and perceive the world in a much more expansive and non-tangible way. And if you look at any issue, issue of race, issue of uh, political party, issue of your stance on like trans or LGBT, whatever, whatever the abbreviation LGBT, is. Uh, LGBTQ, LGBTQ, I, I don't know. I'm trying guys, okay. So all of these divides, right? It can really, if we zoom out far enough, what we're really talking about is none of those 
contextual situations. What we're talking about is a war on spiritual consciousness. And for those who can't fathom things that they can't touch, taste, see, feel, hear, it makes this concept and those who are trying to spread this awareness sound insane. Mm -hmm. It's like the, you know, the, <laughs> the vegan who can't go into a room without, you know, talking about I'm vegan, or it's like the person who, uh, the vegetarian or, uh, you know, certain religious people or all of those stigmas. I feel like there are people who are ready to receive this message and there are people who are, they're just not there. And it's, it's kind of the paradox of the whole thing because I'm sure we're gonna get deeper into like, what am I talking about with the levels of consciousness? We're basically talking about different vibrational frequencies that a human and the collective vibrate at at any given point in time. And if you aren't, or I'll, I'll back up, where you're at on that scale literally dictates what you are able to perceive and what you are able to gather from what you perceive. So if when people are at different uh, realms of, of consciousness, they're not even really able to have a conversation. So it's like when you put the Republican and the Democrat in a room, they might as well just not have the conversation. Well, most of them yeah. uh, stereotypically might as well, they're not going to get anywhere, right? Because they're, they're locked in. And that's what it has felt like recently when some things that I've been aware of for about a decade now are starting to actually happen. And some of us that have been awake are having that, oh shit, this wasn't like, this is really happening. Like, I didn't actually think it was ever going to happen. I've been having those moments and I'm like, I'm coming to serve and to share because I'm not dropped into these lower states because like, I'm sure you can relate. Like those of us who have backgrounds in trauma and shit, we're used to this. I'm used to that. My paradigm, I come from a paradigm of hypervigilance and um, being, just being, you could just call it being hyper aware, being conscious to a point that normally people are not conscious to. Mm. But now when these crazy things are happening, it's like, now this is like, I mean, I was waiting for it to happen in a sense. Mm -hmm. And what that has allowed some of us to do, some of us who are more uh, teachers and light workers, like we were waiting for this moment our whole life. That's at least what I, some of the downloads I have been getting. Like I thought my purpose was big before and then 2020 slapped me. And it's like, oh, you thought that was your purpose. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, there's levels of the shit. So now it's like, oh damn. So, you know, there's no choice not to show up and serve but like you brought up and this will probably keep getting reiterated as we kind of break down the levels of consciousness it's it's the greatest paradox because if you're in the lower state you need this information to be able to get yourself into a higher state and yet someone in a higher state explaining this information to you that is encoded consciousness essentially at a higher state you can't really understand what is being talked about when you're in the states of fear greed 
apathy, shame, guilt, thing that's been going around collective ether lately. When some white privileged male comes on Instagram and starts talking about levels of consciousness and you know striving for some of these higher states that allows you to zoom out and realize like this is a test this is why this is what we train for this is why we do the inner work this is why we handle our shit and it's not to like dismiss also what's happening in the world within the black i'm just like make i like that's one lesson i learned throughout this time so like I'm just making it clear it's not to dismiss anything of what's happening within the black community. It is just, again, another awakening that people needed. Um, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but what I've been picking up is that, and what I shared with most of my students, like one-on-one in, the, in my group coaching program, is that because there are so many of us in those lower states of emotional consciousness um, vibration that they needed this type of awakening to start doing the deeper work because now it's opening up this door of wait a second you're basically telling me that what i've learned and been taught whether it was conscious or not whether i'm aware of it or not now within my lifetime at this present moment is basically wrong or doesn't suit the world anymore? Like, what do you mean? Like, that's a thing. And when I really took a step back and I was like, oh my God, this is like deep inner work. Like, and most people don't even like, I don't think they're putting two and two together. You know what I mean? And it's so interesting to see how this had to happen and this had to come to the surface to push people into a deeper awakening. Because once that we do the work for, you know, clearing the way of still having underlying essences of racism. Um, And it's funny because I'm saying that, I was saying that we weren't going to tap into this, but I think what's really going to lead forward is that, you know, when we do the unblock, it's going to lead to more unblocking. And that's the beauty of it. And it's it's not that it's going to be a one-time show for all of this. Healing and unblocking is a lifelong journey. Just like what we're being told right now, it's the same thing. Um, and whether we see it as like a very basic level or we want to like rise up and see it as at a bigger picture, then that's really ultimately our choice. And I think it's a matter of raising our own frequencies even higher to see it at a deeper level. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. So what you're speaking to is kind of this dilemma. And this is, this is where we get into tricky conversations because we are on here with the purest of intentions trying to redirect people back to themselves and the truth but in such a polarizing emotionally charged atmosphere collectively Mm. just us saying that can easily be misinterpreted and is often misinterpreted as you're not saying the name or you're not saying the words or you're downplaying or you're diminishing. And it's like, no, where intention and attention goes, energy flows. Mm -hmm. So it's this, it's this split road of like, we're all figuring it out, but I do know one to be true. And the other, I'm not so much sure I'm learning there. And so are Mm -hmm. you every day. We aren't really sure what's going on. I'm not really you know, we're collecting information, we're growing and learning in in this realm. But in this realm, I know this for fact to be true. 
And mm -hmm. even if this, like regardless of this external, the internal is still what needs to be focused on no matter what. And mm -hmm. so that's kind of the, the challenge. And, and I think what a, one of my biggest intentions of those of you listening to this podcast and those of you who are gonna listen to it in the future, I want you guys to be able to walk away understanding that we are not black and white thinkers, no pun intended. We are literally suggesting that both are true and okay. It's yeah. not downplaying one or the other. It's simply realizing that we should be able to have a conversation about the great awakening and everything that's going on where the consciousness rose to a point where it's like, all right, enough of you are still ignoring this. I'm going to force growth on you at a mass scale in a collapsed timeline. And that is what is going on right now. And that is separate from these micro instances. But, but what the levels of consciousness tend to do to us when we're in those lower states, you can't separate what I just said. No, because so you're in survival you mode. The, that's when you have these attacks and it goes back to our central nervous systems and it goes back to how we biologically evolved and it goes back to we're animals so when we're in those lower states you cannot entertain these two realms of thought you can't say "Ooh, that that that's true i need to sit with that and also this it's it's this thing of like me mine i need to survive i need to prove the point um etc and and that's just more shadow work <laughs> yeah it is totally and a big big download that i was receiving last week was that like we are being so called to shed any sort of self-identification that we have and it's like the way that i saw it literally visually was like just layers of peeling of peeling those boxes we were put into those um, words that we're living by, whether you're gay or straight or rich or poor or black or white, like it's, it's, it's again, not diminishing the black community at all, but I'm just saying in general, like it's these labels that we're attached to as people, as, as humans that we are being called to shed. Um, and that goes on a very deep and uncomfortable level because most people are like, don't even recognize what that means. And mm -hmm. it yep. will take a lot of time, I think. And it's like you were just explaining before, when you are at a lower level of that consciousness, you're unable to even see the bigger picture because you are so stuck in survival. You are literally fighting everything that's coming your way because your body thinks that you're, you're in a war. And it's pretty interesting how we're saying that. And then we're also like associating that to spiritual warfare because it's, it's like there's a war on individual basis, on basis, basis, on a basis, whatever. And, and then on the, on a higher collective consciousness level, there's a massive war happening as well. So you were talking a lot about on your stories about the levels of consciousness and how people can start understanding how to get themselves out of it, how to be more aware of it um, and how to rise even higher to be able to see at a bigger picture what's really happening. So let's talk a little bit more about that. Okay. So just to preface this for anyone who's going to be listening, uh, the level of consciousness is basically the life's work of Dr. David R. Hawkins. So I highly recommend you guys 
search on Google levels of consciousness um, chart and check out the images and you will see the visual for what we're talking about. It gives the mind, the conscious mind, the ability to clearly understand and, and it expands self-awareness almost instantly just looking at this and have it having a visual representation for what we often experience experientially, if that makes sense. So that is what I found it so helpful as a tool for uh, teaching and guiding my clients uh, through increasing their self-awareness. And I've recently kind of, what I shared in my story that I turned into an IGTV, that's what I'm assuming you're repeatedly referencing. That was kind of like a little bit of like a talk bringing in some of those slides, but those actually came from a recent seven part series that I did where I started at the bottom emotion. No emotion vibrates lower than shame and guilt. Now that's very interesting because what is the collective feeling a ton of right now? Shame and guilt. Right? Now we can, that'll be a tangent, I won't go there yet. Now the seven part series walked through the lowest of the low, shame and guilt. Then slightly above that, apathy. Then we get to things like fear. Then finally we get to pivotal emotions like anger, which most people suppress, repress, and ha have huge shadows around. Yet, mm. <clears throat> yet anger is an extremely healthy emotion. Anger is the catalyst to transmuting our lowest vibrational emotions like fear that cripple us. They make us shrivel up and not be able to do anything. We have no spiritual energy. Anger is the stepping stone, the liaison between those lower states and actually taking action. So even if that isn't the most, you know, highest self emotion to think of anger, right? It's a hell of a lot better than self-loathing, shame, guilt, fear, projection, all of that. So then we continue walking higher up. We start to get to emotions like pride. Pride is an interesting one because pride is very similar to courage, which is courage is one higher than pride. And the way I explain these two to my students is courage and pride are like uh, cousins, but pride is the egoic version, the selfish version, and courage is the selfless or highest self version. So, but pride is still good and you can't skip that step often because if you're angry, if you can transmute that just one up to pride, now you're able to take positive action even if it's from the paradigm that i'm sure a lot of you will be able to relate to this like i'm better than them or i'm going to be the bigger person and do this it's like our ego gets like a sick satisfaction of like i'm not going to stoop to their level that's fine even though that's not the healthiest emotional way to view it that's creating separation between you know you and someone else which there is no separation but even though that's not the healthiest it gives you that push forward to doing, starting to do the right thing, starting to channel your energy in the right way. And as soon as you do that, now you've gained access to courage, which is really similar to pride. It's just a small shift where you let you shed that small ego layer and you're like, okay, I'm gonna take this action and it doesn't have to do with me being better than them or them being separate from me or anything like that. And now you start to step into the realms of selfless action and I mean, I could keep walking us up this thing, but we eventually get to feelings that are more of, of neutrality, like reason and some of the more 
um, above baseline emotions mm -hmm. where you're able to step, uh, step into more of uh, peak performance states, flow states, uh, acceptance, surrender, reason. These are more in the, in the neutral range mm -hmm. and are slightly above neutral range, sorry. And these states are what allow for conversations like this. These states are where downloads can begin to come in. These states are where you realize time is an illusion. Mm -hmm. These states are where you start to slowly detach from the 3D. We could call this probably about the 4D. Mm -hmm. And these states are what allow you almost like the small peeking through the curtain moment where you gain insight into, whoa, there's way more levels up there. And now you can start to aspire for some of the highest states like bliss, oneness, unconditional love, things of this nature. And then at the peak is pure enlightenment, right? So any spiritual teachers we've ever heard about, like, you know, the actual gurus, the ones who leave, go off into the mountains and are never seen again, they do that because they reach such a high state that they don't ever need anything again. Now, that's not practical. <laughs> that's not realistic. You can't really serve the world if you go off into the mountains forever. Mm -hmm. um, but that's not the point of today's talk. The point is simply that in those extremely high vibrational states, like on the graph, it would be 600 to 1,000, if 1,000 is the peak. Those are the states where all of a sudden, it is common sense that you and me are not different at all. And I don't mean that in like a feel good sense. I mean like literally me looking at you right now is me looking at myself. Mm -hmm. and you can take that even further, but essentially in these states, all duality goes away. Mm -hmm. All concepts that the conscious mind has created kind of crumble and you mm -hmm. see everything from such an expansive view that mm -hmm. none of these problems going on in the world right now can really, they're not, they almost become not real. And I yeah. don't say that to downplay what's going on. I simply am stating that when you tap into these states, you wouldn't, you aren't able to entertain, you can't even entertain some of the lower vibrational triggering events going on in society right now. And so what is the work? Is the work to go out there and protest? I'm not sure. I have a hunch a lot of the work has to do with getting on an individual level, getting to higher states of consciousness, where duality goes away, where I can't even fathom skin color, where I can't even fathom gender, where I treat everyone unconditionally because I treat myself unconditionally and you're just a mirror of myself. Mm -hmm. I'm just experiencing myself when I talk to you. Mm -hmm. If you can really tap into that, these situations wouldn't be able to exist mm -hmm. because at an individual level, when you do that, when you get yourself to that state, you create such a ripple effect in the metaphysical ether in the realms that we can't see that you're a walking, you're just a walking influencer of everything around you. You start raising consciousness just by being. And that, I know that sounds real feel good, depending where you're at in your journey, but what I'm saying is actually really practical. I'm an overly practical guy. You no. can ask Tosh about that. <laughs> but, uh, 
<laughs> it, it's just that is the message I've been trying to explain. Yeah. And it's unfortunate, the misinterpretations. But what I would like to focus on is if you guys can really sit with what I just said, the more of us who can commit, call yourself whatever you want, a, a soldier, <laughs> soldier of the light or whatever you want to call yourself, who can commit to getting yourself to where your new default. Now, this doesn't mean perfection. We all drop. It's, it's a sliding scale. That's human. But your new standard default is very high up on that scale. Mm -hmm. The way in which you interface with the world and affect those around you is going to be so massively transformed that you actually listening to this right now can't even fathom what it would do. Mm -hmm. This is when this is the realm of miracles, downloads, synchronicities, thinking of something and it instantly manifests. This is the realm of where people talk about they've seen people do things that are unexplainable. This is the realm where you're vibrating so high that almost the 3D physical realm of I'm my body and all that goes away. The rules seem to change. Mm -hmm. And that is a state where if the more of us that can get into that, that is really what the, that really seems to be what the, the universe and our creator is, is wanting for us. Mm -hmm. But there's just a lot of resistance because before that, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. You have to go through the darkness to appreciate the light. I'm yet to meet a single spiritual person who did not get there from darkness. Yeah. You have to sit in the shadows, face the darkest aspects. And that gives you, that becomes the catalyst, the motivator mm -hmm. uh, for change. And it also gives you that appreciation of, Absolutely. I have empathy. Everything going on right now, I have empathy. I lived most of my life just a scared little boy. I didn't, fear was just so normal. I didn't even call it that. <laughs> hypervigilance, all of it, right? Not feeling worthy. Like, I get it. That There's a lot of empathy there. All I'm saying is you don't have to stay there and you don't have to attack anyone for encouraging you to stay there. Or you don't have to attack those of us who don't want to join you there. Mm -hmm. I've been there. I lived there. So that's my rant. Hopefully no, I, that... That Hopefully was that makes sense. Hopefully that no, right. absolutely, absolutely. And what I really want to make it clear, because it kept coming up um, when you were explaining the levels of consciousness, and if people take the time to look at the pyramid and the different levels, what we're talking about when it comes to vibration is that everything, and I'm making it clear because to us, it makes sense. Like it's normal, it's daily things, but I think people are still kind of like trying to understand what the fuck it means. Um, and so it's like taking a step back, it's taking a step back of like really just um, putting it out there that when we talk about vibrations, we're ultimately talking about how everything around us is just simple energy. It's empty energy that is put together that creates things around us that we perceive to be real. And that is a really big way and kind of like awakening on its on its own just to notice and to like taking that into consideration because it's like wait you're talking about you're telling me that this 
table is technically just not here. And it's like, yeah, basically it's not here. And your brain is putting together this image and this energy that is creating something out of perception. So every time we're talking about emotional vibrations within this um, pyramid is that we're talking about the emotions having certain energy attached to it. So yeah. when you are feeling of that feeling of anger, it has literally a wavelength of that energetic vibration. It literally emits a wavelength of that energy within your body, within the collective consciousness, wherever you're at, it literally emits out of you. Just like you have a microwave who emits a certain um, energy when it's turned on and heats up something. It's the same thing. We are the microwave. We live in a microwave world. <laughs> so just understanding that itself, I think, is a big, big um, just light bulb for people of like, wait, what are you talking about? And hopefully it gets people to like learn a little bit more about energies and how they work. And it's a massive part of my work because I see everything as energy and within the body, within the mind, within the emotions, the heart, all of it. But um, another aspect that I would love to tap into, uh, again, like we're trying to teach people. So, um, you know, what does it even mean to be in 3D, 4D, 5D? Mm, yeah. what, is, what is that? What does that even mean? So first I want to I wanna touch on something that you just brought up because it, it was too good. So I'm really glad that like, I'll just say you're a good podcaster because I definitely, I'm in a certain realm where I'm used to teaching at a, at a certain level. And I, I skipped over things that are really important building blocks to understand the perspective I just gave is I've never found one more zoomed out than that. So there's so much that you need to understand to understand how well that fits. So I'm glad you just laid that down. And I also just want to say for people, it is a law of physics that energy can never be created nor destroyed. So I just want to piggyback on top of what you just said about emotions. So why is it so important what Tosh said about, you know, we drop into anger and now we're, you know, uh, metaphysically projecting that out into realm, like we can't see it once again. So there's that, you know, paradox. We can't see it, but you can sure as hell feel it. And it sure as hell goes somewhere. And we have sciences like physics that tell us that when it goes somewhere, it can never be destroyed. The only thing we can do with it is transmute. You can change energy. So let's say 10 units of anger energy are created and I send it at Tosh because I'm just a rude person. <laughs> that 10 units is never going to become zero units all she can do or all i can do is change that from 10 units of anger energy to 10 units of maybe pride and then over time courage and then getting to acceptance and, and then all the way up like, to love. it's almost like so that's a perfect example i love that because let's say you are sending those 10 units of anger at me ultimately the only thing that i can do to transmute this energy is have the awareness and make the choice to receive it and not take it in, but be so aware of it that now I am completely transforming into something greater than myself. But that's again, a practice to have so much self-awareness. Yes. 
and a choice because it always just simply starts with a choice of, wow, this is it. Okay. It's either, it's up to me whether I want to take this in and take it personally and let it sit within me, or I can have my shield and let it bounce off and I take it. And now I can literally play with the energy and make it into something greater that it has the ability to change impact. Um, you know, I could, I could create it more into love or uh, compassion and send it back to you. And then you're like, Whoa, what is this? Why am I receiving this compassion that I didn't even quote unquote deserve to receive? Yes. That right there is, is the work. And I want to kind of go off what you just said about self-awareness being huge. It's actually, you know, self-awareness is, is the precursor. It's, absolutely necessary uh the prerequisite if you will but even more so than that what you're speaking to is it's really contingent on what state you're at when i shoot anger at you so if you're at a 600 out of a thousand we're just going to use numbers so you guys' brains can follow along easily if you're at a 600 out of a thousand and i shoot beams of 50 at you it's very unlikely that my measly 50 is gonna overpower your 600. Mm. What you would have to do in that moment is give away your personal power and take what I did personal. And if you did that, or you had an expectation or made an assumption, these are, these are common ways that we give away our personal power. You could, my measly 50 could bring you all the way down. And in that case, my energy overpowered yours. Mm. But typically, when we do the work and we're in a high enough state and we meet these feelings of, for example, I've recently had a lot of um, shame projected at me or the collective as, as a collective, there has been a lot of people saying shame on you. You should be ashamed for blank. Right. And people don't understand that their words are magic and what they're spewing is toxicity. And then it's actually, I mean, it's impacting them more than anyone else. Mm-hmm. And so that is like the, that is the micro aspect of spiritual warfare. And then the macro is the consciousness as a whole. If mm-hmm. I'm constantly shaming my brothers and sisters, I'm shaming myself, mm-hmm. but we can't see that when we're in the lower paradigm. And Absolutely. so yes, yeah, self-awareness is major key. You have to start there, but more so than self-awareness, because that's still kind of like conscious mind stuff. Mm-hmm. We also have to like embody some of these higher up states so that when people meet us with just pure resentment, grief, fear, shame, guilt, it doesn't bring us into their company. Instead, we have an opportunity. This is why we do the work. This is why embodiment is so important. Every one of those instances is an opportunity to help your brother and sister out and maybe bring them from 50, they're not gonna skyrocket to 600, but maybe you have an encounter at the store and you just help someone get from 50 to 100. Mm-hmm. That's still a massive shift. And maybe they caught a glimpse of an alternate reality that they weren't even aware of because once again, when you're living life in these lower states, it's like a horse when they have blinders on before their race. You cannot see this whole world of expansive, infinite, abundant possibilities. You can't fathom when we're talking about love. That sounds, that sounds woo-woo. That sounds mm-hmm. soft, mm-hmm. soft. That sounds undesirable. Mm-hmm. 
because mm -hmm. you've become addicted to these lower energy states and the physiological reactions that come with them, right? Adrenaline, well, norepinephrine, and all these things. Yeah, it's it's almost like it's it's the way that I see it. Honestly, like I was sharing about it on one of my IGTVs that like the darkness is necessary. The darkness is there. The thing is that darkness will always pull you back. You know, like you're talking about on like a science level of like how it works, that it's so addictive, but on, in my world, energetically, it's literally the way that I saw it was just like, it's pulling my leg, trying to pull me down again. And I'm like, can you fuck off? Like, seriously, like it's fucking annoying, but, and it's up to me to recognize that. And it's not to be like, again, like sharing a lot about this lately. It's not to be like LA vibes, green juice only, good vibes only. Like, I'm not saying that at all. Like we need to understand again as like, oh, I don't even want to say it, but like the way that I see it, the way, I, the way I have been seeing it for the last two weeks is literally like, there's this great cloud of I don't, gunk and I had to be pulled out. And the second I got pulled out, I was like, oh shit, like this is what's happening. And like I said, there will be an arm that comes down, whether it's a person, a word, a statement, you know, something yeah. I see here, whatever it goes and it goes, come back here. Yes. And I go, no, mm. no aggression. No, like I did say like, fuck off, whatever before, but like genuinely it's coming from a place of I'm so centered and grounded into understanding what's happening at a higher consciousness level that I'm able to sit on my own cloud and go, yeah, not today. That's not happening. And okay. at this state, yeah, go for it. So what you just went through is an experience, your experiential model of the levels of consciousness. So let's say before you were, you were, this is cool. I just wanted to tie it in to make it more applicable for people before. It sounds like you were in pride where you're like, fuck you. Like, you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have done that to me. That, that whole us versus them thing. That's pride where you were at. Definitely not super low, but definitely not super empowering. And in, in the later part of the story, you got yourself to a place of sheer acceptance where that same person can come at you and you just let them know you have empathy and you appreciate their perspective. And you genuinely aren't saying that to think you're better than them. It's genuinely just that I've learned my lesson. I'm no longer gonna give away my power. And I've had the exact same experience recently. And so I just wanted to kind of put that together so no, people I love that. understand yeah. your experiences. You're an amazing teacher because you transmute your experiences into wisdom. Mm -hmm. And what I'm sharing is more of a, uh, almost just like a conscious model using a little bit, like you said, more science. So I feel like it's cool to merge the two for people. Yeah, cause I, I'm definitely more tapped into like the visual energetics of the changes. And it's really cool cause to me it's playful. It's a playful energy to, to, to really be in. And it's, it's easy for me to share that to people too because I don't know. It just makes sense. I have no idea half the time what the hell I'm saying. It's just downloads and I'm just taking it on. So whatever, but that um yeah so i would love for people so if we could just explain a little bit more about like what does 3d mean 3D. what does sorry, 4D sorry, not, yeah. no 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 my conversations are always super fluid and i love it that way because then i know for a fact we are sharing whatever we need to share in order to help yes. people and that's all i care about mm -hmm. so um you know hopefully it's like 
I'm actually hoping somewhere, somehow we are triggering somebody so that they can look into um, deeper parts of everything we're talking about today. I hope something resonates with somebody and I hope it gets them out of this cloud so that they can start being on their own cloud and realizing and recognizing what's really happening in the world. Um, I hope they have that level of awareness for that. Um, so yeah, tapping into the 3D, 4D, 5D world. What the hell are you talking about when you say that? Yes. So... I can tie it to the levels of consciousness once again. There is a strong correlation to the lower, more primal states of human existence where we're worried about survival, sex, basically survival and sex, you know, procreation and staying alive. Mm -hmm. So in some of these lower states, our energy is vibrating at a slower wavelength and we are therefore denser just think about this if you know i'm no i'm no uh physics nerd or anything like that but just think about it at a basic level if the wave is moving slower then the energy is denser Mm -hmm. right so when the energy is denser we're more in our body and when we're more in our body we're more in our flesh so we are more of a dense um, we're living an existence that's a little bit more primal, yeah. human, animal-like because we're animals. And, and the spiritual implications of that is that we are basically, when we're living from the 3D, we are confined to our five senses. Mm-hmm. So we only care about our five senses and anything outside of that realm. What are you talking about? You're crazy or maybe not so much that, but just like have, you just have no idea about it Mm -hmm. because you're bound to your five senses because your vibration is vibrating slower and it puts you in your body and it changes your spiritual energetics. It changes Mm -hmm. your mind. It changes your perception. It changes your physiology. So it's, I just want to tap into a few things because I think it'll help maybe people understand a little bit better because when we say survival it basically we're not talking about like running in the woods fetching fetching meat we're talking about literally thinking that we're only here to work to provide and to pay the bills and our taxes and have sex and make kids and that's it like it's we are stuck in this reality where we think we're only here for that we are completely disassociated to our own belief that we are here for a specific person, person, purpose, purpose, purpose who, that we are actually here for something greater outside of ourselves um, mm-hmm. to have and be part of an impact on the earth. Um, that's a big part that I think a lot of people are kind of, and I think, I don't, I don't think that anybody who is in that state is listening to this anyways, because they won't be attracted to it. Yeah. Um, but hopefully it gives people that understanding that like, you know, there's a lot of times like I'll see people who are stuck in the 3d and the biggest sign for me is when they talk about like very limited ways of thinking about life. Um, when they are constantly concerned about money and how they're going to pay their next bills, mm-hmm. um, or work and how it's like associated to that. And like, sometimes it's easy. Like sometimes if I catch myself going in that state, I'm like, 
oh shit, like I'm, I'm going into like something lower than myself right now and I don't want to be there. So I do everything that I can to level up higher. So if there was another way for people to kind of go from 3D to 4D, and when we say D, we're talking about dimensions. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we go from 3D to 4D, um, what other ways would you suggest for people to kind of like, there's a lot of movement right now, right? In the energetic field. So what would you tell people to kind of move up? Because you can't really just tell people like, oh, okay, so you're feeling apathy. So change your apathy to pride or courage. Like they right. don't, it's weird, right? Like, so what can we tell people um, to help them level mm-hmm. up right now and to rise? Okay. So I'm, I want to bring another pyramid into this conversation. And you guys can just call me the pyramid guy. So let's bring it back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs. The reason I like these is because they're very simple ways that allow our our egoic brain to wrap our head around the expansiveness of these topics. That's why I like them. So what you're talking about when you're reiterating what we mean, we're not talking about you're running away from a polar bear, but your central nervous system perceives it the same way. And so when you're bound to those states of survival, you may not even realize it. Essentially, all you care about is you because you think you're in some form of danger and you need to worry about your survival. And so you're staying there. And tying that into Maslow's hierarchy of needs, what is the bottom, the bottom tier? It's physiological safety. And then we get to more like mental, emotional safety, right? And if you look at that pyramid, it's literally a guide to self-actualization, to the highest states of consciousness. I've actually recently put this together and somewhat created a a meta model uh, in my in my community in which I kind of teach the chakras are almost saying the same thing as the levels of consciousness, which are almost saying the same thing as Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yeah. And this is mind blowing to me. It's yeah. these were all different greats. They all changed humanity and left a massive impact in the way that they taught and the model that they brought to the world but they're all uniquely, they're saying it differently, but they're saying the same thing, but they don't know, they didn't realize it, but now much later, you know, they've all passed away. Um, It's, those are the same thing. All we're talking about here is consciousness. And uh, I like Maslow's because for someone who's in a little bit of a lower state, like a 3D or like a three, four bridge, that will give you a visual representation of being able to very easily understand Okay, so when I'm in these lower states, here's what I care about. Can I even pay my rent? Can I even put a roof over my head, right? Do I live in a scary neighborhood? Like these are very real things. And if you still answer yes or no to any of those questions, well, that gives you self-awareness to where you're at. And what's the next step? We'll look at the next tier up. Mm -hmm. The next tier up is more like emotional and mental safety. So do you have anyone or any... uh, instances in your life where you're able to routinely feel seen and heard and some of these aspects right do you have a healthy communication with anyone close to you in your life things of this nature right and then we can go one step higher we have things like community on that scale and at the very peak of it is self-actualization so you kind of said in your quick example like you know, people are concerned with like having sex and working and then retiring and paying taxes and then they die. Like that's a very low 
level of existence where you just care about getting by and surviving, right? And then you, you went like from that to like, as opposed to like living your purpose and living a fulfilled life. And like, to me, like there's a whole, that's a whole fucking journey, right? Me and you know oh, yeah. that. Yeah. And um, the top of that journey is self-actualization, which means you're actualizing the reason why you were put on this earth in this carnation. Mm-hmm. What are you here to do? You can't even ask that question or entertain that question if you're in the lower states. So to kind of tie this into your question, I didn't forget it this time. It's like, well, what are the steps to slowly get there? To me, it's like, well, just worry about the next step in front of you. Cause you can't, I can't talk to someone. You can't go hang out with a homeless person, buy them lunch and give them $10 and talk to them about changing the world. You have to first talk about like, how can we get you in a safer situation where you're not worried about getting randomly beat up, mugged, you have physiological safety, okay? Great, we've met that. Next, how can we talk about getting you feelings of emotional safety, spiritual safety, right? Connection, well-being. So this ties into like basic human needs, right? So to answer your question, the first thing I would go to is like reparenting. I don't know how familiar you are with what that is, but essentially pretty much anyone, I've never met someone who got everything they ever wanted emotionally from their upbringing. I'll just put it that way. So reparenting, put it real simply, is the process of, okay, you're an adult now. You've taken back your personal power. You're no longer in that victim paradigm of blaming others for the adult you've become. Now you're ready to reparent yourself, which essentially means learn how to meet your own basic human needs. I'll list some of them. Feeling accepted, feeling seen and heard, having a sense of community, having a sense of fulfillment and purpose, and then service and giving back. Those are some basic ones. Mm -hmm. So I really sit down with clients and I walk them through that in a very practical way, not trying to do all five at once. You don't need to go from, you know, I don't even feel safe right now to like, I want to be fucking this insane, you know, leader of the masses. Like, it doesn't need to be like that. Like, let's just get you feeling emotionally safe first. Mm -hmm. Let's, how can we set something up? Um, That's why I'm such a fan of like the, the group coaching you have model and like the community, why I created it. A lot of people, especially conscious people, don't feel like they have a strong sense of community. If you're anything like me, most of your life, you felt like an outcast. You didn't have people around you that were like you. So that was one of the last basic human needs that I met for myself. I had, I've had the fulfillment for a long time. I've had the, I even had the feeling seen and heard for a while now, but I was lacking that community. And when I really put that final piece together, that elevated me even higher and what I'm able to actualize and my purpose and all that has taken on new meaning because I've better learned how to meet my own basic human needs. That was perfect. <laughs> that was perfect. And another little note that I would love to add for whoever is listening to this, that we are not saying that 4D, 5D is better than 3D, because again, that is creating separation, that is creating the better than. And we're not saying that. We are basically explaining that there are different realms that we need to just be aware of and that we, I mean, ultimately, again, it's your choice, you know, like whether you choose to change realms and um, yeah, basically do the work for yourself. It's up to you. 
But I think there's like this, again, like I see a lot of people, like I said, like in the 3D and like, there is no space for me to judge that, you know, like I am not going to be like, you are less than like, I am up here. Like you suck. Like it's not about that at all. And I think like people, there's a lot of people chasing the 45D because Mm -hmm. they feel the need to be seen more, heard more, validated more. And that intention is so destructive that's actually like this weird vortex that goes around and Mm -hmm. it's just strange but it happens all the time because they consider it as better than and that's coming from a place of lack feeling like you are not worthy of and a fear Mm -hmm. i don't know where that came from but apparently needed to be said that's well that's i was gonna say that's a whole rabbit hole we can go down that's (laughs) that is very very powerful and i think what it speaks to is once again in what we do often isn't nearly as important as why we do it what i'm speaking to here is our intention is everything so even amongst our talk about these higher states and all that if you are going into it with the mentality of what can I get from this, you're going to be fucking humbled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really not like that. And I think that's what you're speaking to is there's a lot of people, especially with, you know, spiritualities more trendy and, and a little bit popular these days. Um, a lot of people are wanting the manifestation without wanting the deep inner shadow work for example yeah it's like the movie the the secret but they don't like the process they don't like meditating all the time or facing their shit in the moment when they'd rather just project or whatever it is like Mm -hmm. that's not sexy Mm -hmm. so and but it's also (laughs) yeah it is and it's it's pretty interesting too because like um you know like the manifestation thing or the movie the secret or whatever like i was talking about this with one, one of my friends who is also back and forth between la and montreal and uh, his name his name is mick and we talk about all this type of stuff all the time and he was i was telling him how i was feeling about this specific subject and i was just like man i don't get it you know like what is the point of spirituality and the deep inner work if people are just chasing the manifestations or like the green juices and the good vibes all the time like what the fuck and he was like yeah but tash sometimes it takes a trick to get them to evolve and that's fine like that is not up to us right like sometimes a trend gets them into like this visualization of like oh this is what it is but then they start to actually experience the Mm -hmm. deep inner work and then they're like oh my god i got tricked into it and like sometimes that's what people need like it's almost like the only way they will learn is through that just like what we're experiencing right now is the same thing it's like the only way that people will actually hear and understand and grasp it is to be and i'm not saying the black movement is a trick i'm not saying that but i'm saying like there's little triggers here and there that will actually invite us to dive deeper. And that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are not here to even judge what is good or bad when it comes to your own discovery. Um, it's just a matter of like, again, awareness, but I guess, I mean, we've spoken about a lot and that, lot, and that was, and that was, and that was, that was, and I would love to hear a little bit more about how can people or how you think people can, start bringing more uh, truth to their own awareness in terms of the system breaking down. Like you're, I see you talking a lot about on your stories about like, um, you know, deep inner things that like are happening that we don't even see at all, like behind doors within the system that um, 
yeah, things are falling apart. Like, I don't even know anything about that. Like, I just know because again, energetically I tap into it and I'm like, oh my God, like systems are, foundations are breaking down. So, um, is there anything that you wanted to share about that whole concept of what we're experiencing right now during our awakening? Yeah. So I was also, I was actually going to say while you were talking, cause I remembered, uh, in the beginning, I kind of prefaced and you brought up as well, how I've been talking about like spiritual warfare and, and yes. then we didn't explain that. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you guys lasted the whole episode because everything yeah. is interconnected. That's why neither of us had an issue with, because what we were talking about was both relevant, but also different. So I want to zoom out and, and hopefully paint a reasonable model so that people can understand what I mean when we talk about spiritual warfare and what's been going on. So essentially, it is of my belief um, after about a decade of researching this stuff and just being aware and, and paying attention to what may be going on at a, at a more zoomed out level that most people can't see simply because they're so busy. We are often distracted. And what distraction leads to is it pacifies us. We aren't necessarily exuberant with the way our life is, but we're so busy that, you know, we only have a day or two to complain about it before work starts again, you know, or if we have kids, maybe no time. So, so you really, what can you do about it? Right. But th then there's people like me who just spend an absurd amount of time, like thinking and sitting with things and zooming out and, and analyzing. And, and I don't, I don't, work a job I don't have any kids so like I've really put a lot of like I've put a lot of time and, and intention into this like what is going on and so what do we mean when we talk about spiritual warfare well I believe that there is a war going on for our deepest belief systems I believe there is a war going on for our levels of consciousness I believe that those who create these systems that govern the material world on earth can't get any more zoomed out than that, right? Because sometimes we say government, people get confused. Sometimes we say Rockefellers, people try to debunk it. We could say the Federal Reserve, none of that. Zoom out more. The people that created this entire system that we know is our reality right now, right? At some point, this didn't exist. Men created it those people do not benefit and actually cannot survive if the vast majority of the collective consciousness is not in a an extremely low vibrational state because when you're in higher vibrational states you aren't controllable you aren't pacifiable, if that's a word. You aren't pacified. You ask questions. You empower yourself. You perceive things differently. You make more selfless choices. You don't buy into duality. You don't hate thy neighbor. You don't fight others. You don't position yourself as the enemy of, of your neighbor because they believe something different from you. There's so many things that you just don't do when you're in a higher emotional state. 
So this almost goes back to like, almost like a situation of nature versus nurture. Like, were we just born to like fight with each other or like, was this crafted? Well, I think some of it is in our egoic nature. I think that that's part of the human paradox is we were given an ego and it's really easy to buy into the separation. But I also think that this has been highly capitalized on by those who have incentives to capitalize on it. So I'm not here to, I'm not going to throw out any names. I'm not going to get into any of that stuff. I don't, I don't know that that's what we want this podcast to be about, but just ask yourself the question of who, who benefits, if anyone, from this situation? And you can ask yourself that at any point in time, right? So if you zoom out enough, you can see, you should at least be able to entertain the notion that it is very plausible that if someone can massively benefit and push what they would like their agenda to be noticeably forward, if certain things happen, and then those certain things happen exactly as they need to for this rare long shot to actually get pulled off by a select few, you have to at least ask yourself, what are the odds, right? So that is how I'm viewing everything that has happened in 2020 thus far. And like I said before, I started getting into conspiracy stuff when I was 17. So it's now been 10 years of this. And when I started, maybe I just smoked a little too much weed and I thought that it was a fun thing. But now it has become very real. And the more inner work that I do, the more I realize that those leading the free world, those leading earth have not done inner work. So why would they treat us selflessly? Right? Going back to the levels of consciousness, if they're not in that state, who do you think they're looking out for? Right? It's very, mm -hmm. it's very simple. Because mm -hmm. if me, me, I know me well, in that low state would act selfishly, why wouldn't they? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we can, at the most zoomed out level, just look at the different aspects of what we can call our lifestyle, our inputs as a human being, okay? Mm -hmm. There are things in our food to lower our vibrational state and disconnect us from the spiritual realm, i.e. things to calcify our pineal gland, which is usually our transceiver for higher states. Most of you listening to this can probably accept that. You've probably looked at food packages and realized they're poisoning us slowly, okay? You can accept that. Let's move on. It's also in our water supply. Okay, so now we've got the physiological covered. All right, let's go further. Any sort of products that we're putting on us or in us or whatever, same thing. It's in there as well. All these things are meant to lower your vibrational state. All right, now let's take it a step further. What else count as inputs? It's not just what we eat and drink. Well, what are we taking in in our senses? Okay, so now it's also the things we see and hear. Okay, so any sort of television movies, music. Okay. Who owns those? Do they have good intentions? Have they done the work? Do they, are they looking out 
do they want to better us? Are they acting selflessly or are they acting selfishly? Well, um, it turns out that six people, six, own every single media outlet. So a huge aspect of the information that we even have access to, the gatekeepers that say this isn't allowed, we're not gonna let people see this information, and this, we're gonna boost this to the top and make people see this information. Six people. And that is a big aspect of where our subconscious belief systems come from. Because two of the biggest ways to influence the subconscious, uh, this comes up a lot in the work that I do, number one, symbols and images, right? And number two, repetition. Repetition is extremely powerful. So if you can gain control over the food and water supply of a population and over the, their access to information, you're, you've got a serious head start on controlling them without them realizing you're controlling them. Music, same thing. Um, and then we've got things like this whole COVID situation where, and we currently have places in around the US, I don't know how you are over there, but we've had martial law enacted in a few different states here where the government actually stepped in, militarized tanks, vehicles, lockdown, uh, forced curfews, so, you know, like I said, I, I never thought that I would actually see this, but the more I've gotten into health and fitness, the more it opened my eyes to the physiological side of we're being poisoned and messed with. The more I got into, I'm like a huge, I'm, I love music and, and I also love movies, so I'm huge on that. Well, the more I started learning about you know, the hidden symbolism. And I, I took like an art of film classes and, and I learned about how you're really taking on that director's energy and their intent behind that is being translated to you, you know? And now we have social media and that is so powerful. People don't realize who you're following, what you're taking in, that is manipulating you. And now we have these uh, outlets where, okay, so we have like Twitter, we have TikTok, we have YouTube, we have Facebook, we have Instagram. We can call those the big five. Well, that means that six men are deciding everything we can possibly see on the internet and five others are deciding everything we can possibly see on social media. So 11 people are deciding what we can consume or not consume. Do you think that they're not making sure that that at least benefits them, right? So to me, it's like, why is this called a conspiracy here? It's kind of common sense. Um, so back to why is this a war on, on spirituality? Well, the minority cannot win in successfully furthering their agenda of where they want the human race to end up, how they want the world to look, who they want the haves and have nots to be. They cannot succeed with that if we are in our right mind, 
if you are even in a neutral state of consciousness, ain't nobody going to let that happen, right? And that's the intention behind these people trying to protest, but they're protesting from these lower states. It's slightly different, but the idea is similar. We are the majority, but that's why the war, the war takes place spiritually because if you could see it, you would resist it. So because we can't see this, it's the biggest trick ever played on us. We have so many people walking around perpetuating their own prison and imprisoning others, making sure that they stay in line as well. They don't even realize what's going on. So why is it a spiritual warfare? Because we can't see it. And yet it's more effective than if we could see it. Because if we could see it, who do you think would win? A few thousand versus a few billion. Obviously, they can't win that. But if you, so they take more divisive, more uh, tricky, more cunning approaches where you don't even realize what's going on. Because if you start to entertain those thoughts, you almost feel like a crazy person. Rant over. No, that was perfect. That was perfect. Um, I was completely letting you just take over there too, because I honestly, what I felt when you were talking about all this was like a, a big wave of sadness and like, like mourning almost of like, it's, I can't seem to express or explain, you know, more intensely how important it is to wake the fuck up like to do the fucking work and like we're here we are two coaches who are fully emerged and embodying this world and this work and we're not even here getting paid for this shit we're not here trying to sell you anything we're not here trying to promote shit like we're literally here to try to help you and others around you to recognize that there are deeper truths that you need to actually see with your other eye don't just use your physical eyes to view the 3d reality of things around you and to continue living by the way that your parents have been living your grandparents have been living for so fucking long like our planet and our world is waking and it's up to us to actually wake up with it and to do the deeper work to recognize everything you just said and and to accept that yes that is the world that you live in and yes there are people who are out there trying to fuck with us and you know a quote that keeps coming back up or i don't know i don't know if it's a quote or it's something that somebody said to me um but she basically said that the scariest thing to the world, to the government, to the system is somebody who is awake. And that's where we're at right now, where it's a fight because they're realizing that people are waking up and they're going, oh, fuck, here we go. And it's important to stay grounded during this time. 
it's important to come back into your truth. So if you're being bombarded with information that your friends are just going, da, 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 listen to this, you must listen, you must read this, you must pay attention. Take the time to sit the fuck down and ask yourself, what feels right to me? What resonates with my own heart? And ask for guidance if you're unsure. Like allow the universe to guide you in the direction that will serve your highest good and the highest good of all. But don't feed into the constant fear-based noise all the time. And I'm not talking about what's happening within the black community. I'm saying social media, the, the, the hypnosis states that we're constantly in with Netflix and Facebook and everything like we need to be way more aware of the deeper truth of what's really actually happening. And it's our, it's our job. It's our duty for the next generation. And if we're going to heal our planet and if we're actually going to start living in the higher frequencies so that we can live in freedom and unconditional love and enlightenment. And yeah, that's my rampage. I'm done. <laughs> well, you just said gave me multiple waves of chills. <laughs> uh, I love that. The, I love that. The mix of your passion and and just truth. Just you know, we can feel truth when we hear it. What I want to yeah. kind of reflect back, very similar to what you're saying with with your quote of you know, the scariest thing to them is someone who's awake it's look at what just happened it was like as soon as 2020 started they were like we got to get a handle on this and thing after thing after thing i don't know if you're aware of there was like killer hornets going on we had covid now we have a race war and 5g we had yeah and that was linked in with covid and, you know, we have the election coming up. So in the US and I'm just waiting for what's next. But my point is, is guys, zoom out. If, if the scariest thing for them that they do not want to happen is us waking up and just look around you, more of us are waking up in the last six to 12 months than I have ever seen in the previous years and years and years consciousness is rising at a very fast rate. So why is it so far-fetched that these situations were manufactured or at least massively, massively um, latched onto and, and exaggerated and fueled? Why is that such a stretch for some people when the, their biggest fear is us getting into those higher states of consciousness. And it is as if collectively we started getting too high too fast and they went hit them with all we've got and look what happened. Those who, like I said, this is what we practice for. And a lot of people are failing these tests. And I realize that's an egoic judgment but I simply am hoping to spark something in at least one person listening to this and realize 
look where you got to before this stuff happened and look what you let this do to you. I don't believe any of this was a coincidence. I don't believe it was an accident. And I don't believe what any of what any of those scenarios um, have told us were the reason they started and really any of the facts about them. But that's just, that's just my beliefs. But I simply want to encourage you guys to entertain more seemingly radical thoughts. You don't have to believe them, just entertain them. Because what often happens when you can at least ask yourself an opposing question or hold an opposing point of view or belief in mind, doesn't mean you have to change your own, just ponder another perspective. When you start to ask these questions, a lot of times things don't add up or they maybe just make too much sense. When you start to ask questions like, who might benefit from this? Or why are why would they lie about these five things but then be truthful about the rest of it or whatever it may be? These are gateways to deeper understanding of what is going on in, in the non-material world. There's a lot of, like you said, old systems are breaking. And in my opinion, what the last four months, five months has been is really that them releasing everything they have because they're clinging to the last strings of the old system. They're watching it crumble and they can't just let that happen. So we've gotten a brutal wave of very low emotions, uh, or I should say events that have been strong enough for most people to get into the lowest states and they aren't able to get themselves out. So hopefully this call expanded some of your awareness and maybe just planted just a seed or two of things you can start doing now to get yourself into a slightly more expansive state where you're not just crippled with fear or thinking that everything going on out there is the actual problem versus the way you're perceiving it. I have nothing else to say. I'm feeling so much right now. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of, yeah, there's just a lot that I'm fuck, still integrating, man. You know, like it's, there was a massive part about all this where like, even, you know, lately part of my own experience, and we're going to finish this soon. We've been already like recording, I think for an hour and 15 minutes, but um, time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> But a, a big part of, you know, leveling up lately that I've even been experiencing for myself is like just noticing who is still being so intensely controlled by the system and has no idea that there might be something greater than. And I had to see that and to cut cords with certain people that it was really hard for me, really hard for me. And I really had to like remember that I am not just here to like, yes, I'm here to experience a human experience, but I'm also 
not just here for myself. And I'm going to keep being tested with being pulled back into the 3D. And that's okay. That's part of the practice of continuously coming out of it yep. and continuously rem remembering that I am here just like anybody else within the world. I'm choosing to really be in a higher state of consciousness and to lead with love. And when I say lead with love, I'm talking about leading with higher states of consciousness with greater impact. And it's been hard lately because, you know, there are people who are just completely blocked off. And so it's, it's, it's in some weird fucked up way, like they're, their, I'm doing quote unquote in the air, their system that they're trying to keep us quiet and they're trying to keep us dimmed and they're trying to keep us in the same state that we've been in for so long and controlled and fear-based, like what they're doing is working. Do I know how much? I don't. But all I can really do instead of, you know, like right now, like I'm definitely going to go after this call, literally going to go and cry because I can feel that I'm mourning the energy of a lot of people right now. And, and that's fine. But again, I have to choose to put on my priestess warrior suit and be like, I'm still leading. And if it takes one podcast a week of an hour and a half, if it takes an hour and a half of my week to talk about this with somebody who I can actually impact and plant a seed, that's all I give a shit about, you know? And if you're hearing this and you're going, what the actual hell am I living? What kind of world am I in? Please share it with anybody. And even if people don't even click on the link, it doesn't even matter as long as we can implement some type of energy transfer to a person please be that 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 medium in the middle of sharing because as we share as we can get to more people right now at least we can start really pulling away from this controlled environment that we've been in for our whole lives and it's a matter of like, okay, what kind of li life do you want to live? And yeah, none of us are free till we're all free. And you can say that about the black movement. You can say that about anything right now. It's we are not free till we are all free. And it starts with you. You have to choose your freedom first. You have to choose your truth first. And the ripple effect will come always. That's what I meant to say, that's it. <laughs> it's powerful. Oh boy. I can, yeah. I can feel your <clears throat> I can feel your your emotional states. I can feel your mourning. And I can feel the that was your that was your soul speaking right there. If I've ever if I've ever heard your essence channeled, that was it. <laughs> you mean you've never heard me talk like this before? <laughs> Talking kind of let y'all know that, you know the life that we live this this being this voice on these topics it's not easy and we aren't we don't get paid for this and it's painful and uh i mean she just said she has she's gonna go cry after this call i so feel it right now i can't even tell you <laughs> just think about that concept so we are genuinely just trying to allow you to consider a more expansive point of view and everything we are speaking to is the opposite of hatred 
racism, control, and fear. We are trying to bring you home. So even if these concepts are far-fetched, once your consciousness expands, it can never go back to its original size. So if you listen to this with a closed mind, which you probably won't be able to listen to this if you have a closed mind, but if you were to, it may not do much for you. But if you listen to this with all you need is a curiosity, now your consciousness and awareness has just expanded. You don't necessarily need to do much else and things will start coming to you. You will have the opportunities to begin shifting. You may not take them, you may ignore them, you may rationalize them or whatever it may be, but just hearing the right information expands consciousness. And that was, that was really our, our intent here. So do with it what you will, but the more people that can hear this information, the more people you guys can share this with, the more people will have the opportunity. You don't have to believe this, but, but there are people out there right now desperately searching for this information. And so if you feel like being selfless today, definitely share this message. I, I don't think there has ever been a more important message I've spoke on. I don't know how you feel, Tosh, but like I said in the beginning of this podcast, it feels like I thought I knew what my purpose was before. I thought I knew what I was training for before. And then 2020 happened. And now I'm like getting flashbacks of when I was a boy and I got downloads. We won't even get into that, but it's powerful. It's powerful. You feel it. I feel it. What we're doing feels like we're in a fucking movie or a fucking video game. And it's not, it's not a joke. We take this seriously and we genuinely just want to help each other, which translates to help ourselves, which translates to help the world. <laughs> it's all the same. It's no different. It's all that it is. It's self-love. Self-love. I have no words for what we just shared. <laughs> I've um, That was a lot. And I want to obviously take the time to like, thank you for taking the time to coming on and like discussing about all this with me. I think it's so cool that we started off as random Instagram followers um, to randomly connecting and then randomly working together and then randomly starting to create, you know, podcast episodes of different conversations of just so much power, uh, different things, different ways of thinking and it's just so much. So it's so interesting how, I mean, I think we've been following each other for what, three years now. And like, look at how it's like only within the last year have we really started talking about, you know, all this stuff and doing work. And um, yeah, so I'm, I'm really grateful for you and for just giving me and us the time to be the igniter of these conversations so that we can share and help. So I thank you a lot. I'm humbled. And it's <laughs> we've both been we've both been on our on our own journeys, you know. And you can only meet people 
where you're at. So we were only able to meet at a certain level. And as we've continued to meet ourselves at a deeper level, we can come together and meet each other at a deeper level. And when you turn on a camera and, and have the opportunity to share that with the world, that's priceless. So it's an honor. I'm, I'm happy to come on. I'm happy to share. If this just expanded one person's consciousness, then we did our job. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I'm going to go and cry my fucking face <laughs> off now. <laughs> but, uh, oh my God, I'm like trying so hard. I can feel so much. So that basically covers it all. And um, yeah, till the next episode. I wouldn't be surprised if we have another one soon enough. I'm sure we will. Thank you for having me on today. Have a good cry. And uh, everybody (laughs) who's listening to this, we appreciate you. We love you. And we want you to really soak this in. Yeah. All right, Jeremy. We'll chat soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. So I... Obviously, you guys heard how emotional I was at the end there. And um, I mean, I'm putting this podcast episode together maybe like a week, a week and a half later. So it's just really interesting to hear the conversation all over again. And it's pretty, it's, it's intense, guys. It's, this is ultimately, honestly, this is the core why of what and why I do what I do. Like there's no, there's no other way of explaining it. There is no other way of going about it. You know, I think one of the most powerful ways that we can go about this change in our world in whatever, whichever way that makes most sense to you is that ownership is probably the most powerful thing that we can embody right now. Because as we take ownership for our own actions, our own thoughts, our own limitations and programming, the more we are now able to let go and start embracing the actual change we want to create for ourselves, which will then ripple effect to everything around us. And I mean everything. So you combine one person times a billion, you do the math of the amount of change that we can have in this world. So I really hope that this has brought you a whole other light as to how you view yourself and the world and just everything that is happening on a spiritual, energetic consciousness level. And this, and if this really resonates with you, please, please, we we want people to hear this type of information and to, again, like we said, have the intention of opening them up to new ways of thinking and of living because. Like I said, not everything that we see in the physical reality as it is, is that exactly. There's a lot more to it that we don't know about. And I think it's time and it's part of our own birthright to know what those are. But it's also part of our own responsibilities to figure out what those are and to inform ourselves and to inform others and to educate. And this is this is what we do. So... I think that basically covers everything I wanted to cover. All the information that you are looking for about me or Jeremy will be in the show notes as usual. And I cannot thank you enough for being here and for tuning in and to listening to all of this. With us, this was 
such a pleasure and probably the deepest conversation I had for a podcast episode. And uh, I'm just really grateful that you guys were here to even listen to this, to our words, to our ways of living. And um, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We wish you, and I wish you, I don't know why I'm saying we, but (laughs) Jeremy and I, no, seriously, I'm wishing you such a beautiful day wherever you're at, wherever you are in the world, and I'm sending you so much love. I see you, I hear you, and I am always here to assist you. If you're feeling called to dive deeper into your own truths, I'm your girl. Have a beautiful day, guys. Till the next episode. Thank you.